So what made you quit your job and become an artist? Well, I think the, the main reason was kind of a growing sense of unhappiness in my life. Uh, that I was feeling successful in a conventional sense, you know, that I was making good money, I you know, had a good apartment, I had all of these sort of like conventional things. Um, but there was a feeling that, you know, I, I didn't have the sense that my job really was meaningful to me. And, and really, you know, it, it ran a little bit counter to, you know, what I felt was a, a meaningful offering to the world. Um, and so, you know, as this grew and grew, you know, for a while, I really tried to kind of repress this and kind of push myself forward and, and do the things that I enjoyed in my off time. Um, but I think the ultimate realization was like, you know, the, the, the job aspect of our life is the majority of our waking hours for most of the week. Um, so for me, it was like, you know, how really can I live my best life? And I, I slowly started to realize that, you know, this wasn't the path for me and, and I wanted to do something that I was passionate about and that I thought would have, you know, a, a powerfully positive impact on the world. Right. Uh, and what industry did you work in before becoming an artist? So I actually worked in finance. I have a, a background in law, so I kind of transitioned into finance and was sort of like thrust upon me unexpectedly through um, a job agency um, that I ended up staying for uh, about five years. Great, wonderful, wonderful. So what do you think the risks and benefits are of becoming an artist? Well, I think for me, moving into becoming like a full-time artist and, and particularly um, an independent artist really have to do with um, the the kind of the power um, but the, the danger of that power because it's kind of like a balance between responsibility and ultimate freedom because you know when you wake up every morning you are the only person who is telling you what you're going to do that day you know you're the only person making that determination so in a way that that power is incredibly frightening because you know you could just sleep in until noon you could just you know hang out all day and you know at the end of the day then you're like well you know, how am I going to pay my bills so I think it's really beautiful to be able to shape um, what you know impact you have on yourself and, and the people around you um, but that also is a very potent burden so I think you know finding that balance and and you know taking that very uh, empowered step forward is also a challenging one for many people right absolutely uh, so how did you first get started so for me um, starting out as an artist uh, of course is you know, an act that is very deeply connected to the intuitive. Um, and the reason that I started to create was actually because of the, the events that were happening for me in my life and kind of my internal state of being. Um, I had always been creative, but, you know, just sort of like doing some sketches every once in a while. Um, but when I was in my 20s, um, I really was struggling with a lot of things. You know, I was very deeply depressed. Um, I was dealing with an eating disorder, which really was, you know, a way of con controlling my life and, and helping me feel like, you know, I was able to, to do something to, you know, have that control, but really, you know, taking away my freedom. Um, and, you know, whatever kind of crazy events were happening at that time, all these things were kind of like exerting this 
this toll and this burden on me that was very difficult to process. And so um, taking sort of the initiative or, or even just feeling unconsciously called to express what was happening for me um, in, in a visual form, because I think I was also a writer, but I felt that words couldn't really express, you know, the depth of, of my feelings and my thoughts. Um, doing this this work through creating um, was, was really, really um, so healing for me in terms of just like letting me process what was happening. So um, art sort of emerged as a response to what was happening happening in my life. Um, but you know, after some time, you know, after be beginning to share my work and developing a style, um, I really started to get some attention. And I, I never considered myself a professional artist, um, but there was this enthusiasm and support from the people around me. Um, in particular, um, an event that I was invited to be a part of, like an art show, where in order to be a part of it, you had to sell 20 tickets at $20 a piece. Um, and I, you know, I never thought that I would sell all of the tickets, um, but I, you know, reached out via social media and, you know, the tickets were sold out so quickly. So it was like, okay, well, something, something's happening here. Um, so, you know, while I was still working in finance, I, you know, started to sell my work and started to, to put my work out there. Um, and that's, that's how it started to grow and, you know, things just sort of became like a ball rolling downhill and gaining momentum. It was, it was really incredible to watch that unfold. Great. Yeah. So when you first got started, you were still at your previous job. Um, how many hours would you say you dedicated into your art and into your, your growing brand while you were still working? I would say that I probably spent maybe like 15 hours a week working on my art and you know just would be like come home um just like feeling the need to kind of like wipe off just the exhaustion and frustration of the day and and get into a space where i could kind of do my own thing um but the, the rest of it you know sort of like building the brand really wasn't like apparent as a strategy yet for the majority of my time when i was working um but i think the the need to uh, focus on that more deeply and, and have that become my primary focus was what started to emerge near the end. Um, and, and as I moved out of the job, then, you know, there was this stark realization that was like, this, this will be my source of income. What can I do to get myself in a position where I'm being seen and I'm connecting to people? Um, so it kind of flipped from being, you know, somewhat minimal to being, you know, five, six days a week, you know, the other day I worked like, <laughs> like 14 hours, you know, like I think it's important to regulate the amount of time that you spend on your passion because you need to, to, you know, ensure that you're not getting close to burnout. Um, but there's also this feeling of like, if, if you're really excited, like that is your life, that is your passion, and, you know, the time that you're spending doing that is, you know, brings you joy and I think that's beautiful. Mm-hmm. So you said you were uh, doing like 14 hours a day uh, for yeah, five, six days a week. Is, is that no, just... Th th thankfully, that's not typical. Um, that, that was my high from this week. Um, I've been really, really busy lately. A lot of opportunities have been coming in. Um, but there are just these moments where 
Um, I think for me, being an artist, um, one of the truths about, you know, running your own business, but also, you know, being a creative or being an independent, you know, person is that uh, often opportunities are sort of like come up and they leave and then more come up and leave. So for me, it, uh, life becomes more of a patchwork of all of these uh, emerging sort of uh, opportunities that, you know, form this patchwork of what's happening. So um, one week may be busy and, you know, another week you will have a lot more downtime, um, time to kind of focus on personal projects. Okay. I, I totally understand that. So how how much time do you think you dedicate on average per week to your work? So to your art itself, to building your brand, to everything like that, do you have an average per week? I would say I probably work about 60 hours a week. Okay, that, that's quite a lot. I guess it takes a lot of dedication to build your own thing. Yeah, yeah, I think there's there's a lot of transition through time. Um, for me now, you know, I still feel that I'm a new business and, you know, that requires a lot of legwork to kind of get all of the gears running. Um, and so lately I've just been like, you know, when I, I think when I hit X amount of income, um, I'm going to hire a person <laughs> because, you know, uh, like I've got to, I've got to take care of me. But sometimes there is that initial burst that you're like, I like, I'm going to be busy for a while. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, so during this process, were you ever mentored or helped by anyone? So I, I would say that my most significant source of mentorship actually is my partner. Um, and our, our two, two year anniversary is actually this week. <laughs> so it's been Oh, congratulations. Wonderful. Thank you. Um, so, so yeah, it's, it's been a little while, um, but I'm really grateful to them because uh, my partner actually was for, for a number of years was an entrepreneur and they worked in the jewelry design business um, and sort of you know, stepped away from being part of a design team and you know worked I guess as a, an independent contractor and you know really was in charge of every aspect of that you know experience and so my partner has been a wonderful source of information because they're incredibly <clears throat> insightful about the strategy of business um, and have really, you know, driven me by encouraging me to think about the big questions, you know, things like you know, really thinking about my customer base that, you know, it's like, who, who am I really trying to reach out to? Who is interested in what I do? Um, and how can I connect to those people? So things like that have really been helpful in terms of figuring out the information that I need to know to, to develop what I need to do. Wonderful. Wonderful. So when you first started this, uh, while you still had your uh, finance job, mm -hmm. did you ever think that you would reach financial independence from your art? I think I had a distant dream, but I think that it was not, it was such sort of like a far away thing um, that there was this, you know, like I'd love to just be doing what I love to do, but you know, I, I've got this thing over here and this will probably just keep me safe. And I think that's also what kept me in my job for so long was, was the idea of comfort and security, um, which of course I think we've also seen through the pandemic is, is somewhat of like a, an ephemeral bubble that could pop at any moment. 
Um, so I, I think holding on to that for a long time didn't made me not able to really realize my dream um, or connect to it on a, a you know strong way for quite a while. Right. Absolutely. So, what do you think has been the most successful part of this journey? I think finding sort of the personal power that I've needed um, to to really be impactful um, as a creative has has given me a feeling of success. Um, I, I, but I think that you know the secondary and equally important thing is finally coming to a place where there's this reciprocity um, because a lot of people who are creatives, a lot of people who are artists, um, love what they do, but they have difficulty asking for their worth for it. Um, and it's it's been very difficult for me, you know, starting out to say, you know, I put X amount of hours into this piece, but you know, I'm I'm afraid that people won't pay that much for it, so I'm going to ask for less. Or, you know, just doing all these things where you kind of compromise, but you're not really getting, you know, an equal part of the bargain. So I think a lot of success for me has had to do with getting to this place where I feel confident enough to ask for what I, I feel that I'm worth um, and having people receive that and, and give back in turn. Um, and that makes what I do sustainable, which is you know obviously critical, but necessary to, to be a business and, and to be self-sufficient. And how long did it take you to get to this point of self-sufficiency? So it's actually taken me about, well, I guess from the inception, um, I had been probably working on art for seven years. I mean, five of those were spent working in finance um, and addition, an additional uh, two years after quitting my job um, to get to the point where I am now, which is, you know, finally on that that status of being financially sufficient. So it's been a bit of a journey. It's been nine years in total, but I think the last two years were just that that crunch time where it was like, here I am, I've got to do everything and you know it's gotta come out in a way that I can I can live in the way that I need to and support myself. Absolutely. Absolutely. And were you helped with any technology along the way? Yes. Technology has been really crucial for me. Um, I a lot of things that I do regard, you know, I, I need a lot of document services. Um, so and and also um, picture related things. So having an iPhone has been incredibly crucial. I it, do some photography and, and have an SLR camera, um, but the the ease with which I can take pictures with my iPhone and do very minimal editing before they're ready has been incredible. Um, I also use um, things like Google Drive to kind of transport files from one place to another, so that's been very helpful. Um, those probably are my two main things, but you know, obviously having a website to have like, that virtual hub um, has also been a very important sort of technological build-on to my in-person presence. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. So you mentioned earlier that since you are your own boss, you are in control of if you sleep until noon or not. Um, sort of along those lines, did you ever track your goals or, you know, check off some to do's along your way? 
Yes. Yes, there's been, I think one of the most important things when it comes to, you know, finding success and, and establishing consistency in, you know, having that stability um, is tracking goals and seeing where they go. I think it's, it can be very hard because we're literally living in this ever evolving environment. And so, you know, challenges come up. We really had major intentions to, you know, go a particular way and then that door closes. Um, but I think for me, you know, I, at least twice a month, I kind of review my goals and I, I really look at them and I'm like, okay, did this happen? Did this not happen? Um, and if, if it didn't, you know, what do I need to kind of re reassess, recalculate and you know, kind of reorient my, my path forward? So doing that kind of tracking has been really cru crucial for me. Right. Absolutely. Um, what has been the best advice that you've received so far? I would say the best advice um, is really to I think a lot of it has been kind of being with myself like really be attuned to what makes me happy um, so, you know, when it comes to success, when it comes to um, all of these different things that play into running your own business, sort of like doing all these things yourself, to really be present with um, like what you really want and why you want it. Um, because I think uh, there are a lot of things that go into happiness and sometimes we get kind of lost in the day-to-day -day pursuit of goals. Um, so again, I think it's like that big picture thinking of looking outside of ourselves and you know seeing how we connect to ourselves and how we connect to the rest of the world and just you know cultivating that awareness um, and and also you know being okay with when things aren't going that well um, and and not and realizing that that experience isn't going to last forever um, but it can be meaningful because it does tell us some truths about you know ourselves and what's happening and, and why so just that awareness and and seeing that bigger picture. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. So would you quit your job and become a full-time artist again if you could go back two years? Absolutely. <laughs> I have no regrets and it's wonderful to be able to say that. That that really is wonderful to know that you made the right, uh, right decision there. So uh, what was your largest obstacle and how did you overcome it? I would really say that my largest obstacle is myself. And that's that's not something I think that we ever really overcome. I don't think that we ever get to a point where we know ourselves so well that, you know, everything just falls away and we're just, you know, totally good. I think there are always things happening. Um, but I think for me, you know, having like all of these sort of like things in my internal environment that I didn't, you know, become aware of were happening for me for a long time. Um, it was really crucial for me to work through them to to find greater success um, in, in business and as an artist because a lot of a lot of the self-talk that I've had has has been very punishing. You know, just things that where you know I see an opportunity come up and I you know I look at it and I'm like oh well that would be great, but I need more, I should be more skilled before I apply to this you know, grant or gallery or something. Or, you know, I look at one of my pieces and I'm thinking about what I'm gonna create next and 
there's this feeling of like a lack of confidence. So a lot of times that can be very harmful because it kind of prevents us from doing what we want to do. Um, or it prevents us from, from giving our all because we don't really, you know, we have this passion, but we don't trust in ourselves. Um, so a lot of a lot of my blockage, I think, has been a lack of trust and, you know, an unwillingness to to see the future as, as open as it actually is. Um, so but that'd probably be my answer to that. Right, totally, totally. Um, so now that you have reached financial success, which is probably the goal for many artists, would you ever, would you ever consider becoming a mentor to others? I would. I actually, um, this spring, had been really feeling called to move toward that path because I think the, the journey toward being financially self-sustaining as creative is incredibly difficult. And when I started out, I had no idea what I'm doing. Like, there's there's no roadmap. Every creative's path is different. Everything they do is different. Um, so I have started to build out sort of a consulting side of what I do to kind of help people order that process. Because I think there are so many variables that it just gets really crazy inside. And they're like, what do, like, what do I do first? What do I do next? <laughs> so I, I would love to serve as a mentor in the future. Wonderful. Absolutely wonderful. So while you were growing your brand, did you ever collaborate with others in any way? I do. I actually feel that collaboration is fundamental to success. Um, I think that finding how we connect to other people and seeing how that can, you know, illuminate our, our individual messages even more is such a beautiful and, and critical thing. So lately I've been working with um, other people to kind of like see where what we do intersects. Um, so I recently did like a little Facebook Live with a, a friend of mine who does actually creative coaching. Um, so she helps with accountability and things like that. And um, we kind of got together and talked about, you know, what it's like to be a, a creative entrepreneur and what some of the, the common blocks are. So it's it's always good to kind of like share your gifts and, you know, me coming from the perspective of the creative entrepreneur and her coming from the perspective of having coached people who are creative and want to make money from what they do. Um, but just like always finding that collaboration is just, it's so powerful. Absolutely. Absolutely. So along your journey, do you ever record your process or keep journals? Yes, I actually, I started journaling intensively um, about a month and a half ago after a long hiatus and it has really shifted my process. I think that especially you know, this spring as we're talking, um, the, the change of weather and energy has been really difficult for a lot of people and journaling has given me the opportunity to take a moment to myself. Just taking a moment has been so critical for me recently. Um, just take that moment and kind of write down how I'm feeling and sometimes I'm very surprised about you know, what's been happening for me. Um, and I, I sort of like, I, have, I feel that I have these, these questions that I write down and then I realize that I have answers so it, it feels kind of calming. Um, but I've always, you know, I do photography as well, so I've, I've always documented what's been happening through, for me through pictures, and I've, I've always written, um, you know, and ebbs and flows, but I, I think it's a wonderful way to keep in touch with yourself. Great, great. So, uh, 
Would you say those journals help you keep organized or are they more of a connecting with yourself? I think, I think it's actually both. I think that the more I'm connected to myself and the more I'm aware of some of the needs that I have, so it kind of gets me to that point where I, I knew that I might need to uh, solidify some things that have been circulating around for me. Um, so I think it does actually have the organizational process as well, or the organizational benefit to just kind of get your thoughts collected in a way that's helpful. Right, absolutely. Uh, is Are there any other tools that you use to keep organized? So the one that, that really helps me the most is actually by having a day planner. Um, one of the things that I was reading recently was talking about to-do lists and it mentions that you know, it's, it's great, like I have so many things happening, I need to write stuff down. Um, but the to-do list actually can be kind of anxiety producing because you're just, you know, you're faced with this long list of things and you're just like, all right, well, it's time to start crossing things off. I find that having the, the planner where I've actually got, you know, space for every half hour of the day um, and I can drill down however much I want to. Um, but that allows me to kind of map out my week. And then I can say, okay, well, I have all of these things on my list of, you know, what I want to do. Um, but how can I spread that out and not feel completely overwhelmed? So it, it helps me strategize and it really helps me keep track of things. So just, just having that time function is, is really critical. Absolutely. Absolutely. So do you have any tips for entrepreneurs or new businesses? I would say my biggest tip is to kind of be, be present with where you are. Um, I think there's so much talk about success and it, it means something different for everyone. But, you know, like I said before, you know, life is always a moving target. Um, so, you know, sometimes we have these like big picture goals um, and but they're always sort of like a point in the distant future. So for me, as a, a person who's very goal oriented, like I get this rush of happiness when I reach a goal, but then you know, once the goal meeting is over, then I'm back in a state of like wanting that again. Like, okay, well I did that, but like now I need to like do something else to feel like I you know have had this this achievement. Um, so I think my my best advice would just be to um, you know the best you can be present with what's happening for you in the moment, and you know find a way to appreciate that. You know I still have many many sort of like markers of you know what i want to make by year x or you know what i want to be doing by year x um but i think you know especially this week i was thinking about you know it's been a really busy busy month and um i've accomplished a lot of things that i i didn't expect to you know there's been a lot of progress and you know that doesn't mean that i'm at the end picture where you know some of the big dreams have been realized um, but I, I also recognize that I've done a really good job. So taking those moments to be like, yes, there are, the, you know, today has some happy moments. Like, I'm going to be joyful in that. You know, find the small joys and just keep moving. Yeah, totally, totally. So you mentioned that everyone seems to have a different definition of success. Um, what advice would you give anyone? on how to reach their definition of success? I would say, kind of going along with what I was saying before, um, to just take it step by step. I think, 
you know, I think a lot of people have the habit of beating themselves up because they haven't gotten to their vision of success yet. Um, but I think, you know, success is a, a beautiful concept, but often people don't turn it into a reality um, because, you know, they're looking into that distance. So I think when we talk about success, you know, it's, it's so important to be flexible, um, but also to be aware of, you know, what our desires really are, you know, to be present with that and, you know, find the right balance between compromising and having that flexibility, but also saying, you know, this is what I want um, and, and I don't want to sacrifice, you know, the, the, the very root of that desire. Um, so I, th I think, again, balance between those is really crucial and just finding that happy point, whatever it is for you, as you, you continue moving through time and, and through whatever process that is for you. Great. Great. That is wonderful. So that is all of the questions that we have today. Thank you so much for joining us. Wonderful. Thank you so much, Peter. Yep. Have a great day. You too.